year to win championships. Not one, championships. Not two. LeBron, tell us about that. Not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. No question about it, I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome, Batter fans, to episode number nine of the Battered Heat Fans Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granal. Alongside me, I have two other Battered fans. I got Mr. Solana and Mr. Italy Jet. Let's see how you guys are doing. Italy Jet, how are you doing, sir? Doing okay, man. It's um, I predicted three out of the four games. I thought we would have won tonight, but hey, I mean, when you lose Bam, things aren't good. So, But I'm doing good overall, man. Solana, how you doing? Doing all right, man. Honestly, nah, I'm I'm lying, man. I'm not doing good, bro. I I caught, I had I had like a company party a couple of days ago, and I ate some oysters, and apparently oh, like some, some of the oh. some of the lechon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love oysters. Okay. I love oysters. Okay. But oh, uh, man. but I ate. But apparently, some of the lechon oh. wasn't cooked either. I don't know. And I had oh. a couple of lechon sliders. I don't know, man. It's been a rough couple of days. I'm finally starting to feel better, but you can see I'm I'm drinking some Gatorade. My eyes are puffy, like. Just been a couple weird days for me, man, and I don't know. Looks like the heat caught whatever I I, I caught tonight. So. <laughs> well, I, I want to get into that in the last four games uh, since we last recorded. We've had four games, but before right. we get into that, I did want to talk uh, quickly about the in-season tournament. It finally wrapped up. We have our first ever in-season champion. The LA yeah. Lakers beat the Indiana Pacers, and. Uh, I almost thought, and I remember the last time I spoke to Solana, it was just him and I, and I and I and I when I watched the episode back, I forgot to mention that I felt like LeBron has to win this. It's almost like it's supposed to happen, right? The first ever champion would be LeBron, and it happened, and he celebrated it, and a lot of people hated on it. So I'm kind of curious as to what you guys think, and I'll start with you, Solana. What do you think about LeBron being the first ever in-season champion, in-season MVP, and everybody kind of crapping on him because of it? I mean, I don't think he'll win anything else other than maybe possibly an MVP trophy, um, you know, just because, you know, he's playing out of his mind and, and, and you know, his age and stuff. It's, yeah, it's really that cool takes to see play that well. Yeah, right. So other than that, I don't think he'll win any other hardware ever again. So I think maybe this in-season tournament was kind of made for him. I don't know, man. I was having a conversation yeah. with my brother um, and, and Danny, you know, my brother, you know, yeah. pretty well. And, um, you know, we, you know, when, when it, it was, we were talking about betting on the game and I was like, bro, you think LeBron's going to have over 25? <laughs> and he's like, absolutely, man. This like, this is it, man. This is a championship. This is a championship. Yeah. So, you know, I bet LeBron on the over, I won, you know, thank you. Uh, and then I lost on the Halliburton over. I don't know what the hell happened to him, but Hey, I think it was made for him, bro. It was made for him. Now, well, before I tell you what I think, Italy, what do you think? I know you, I know you're not the biggest LeBron fan. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. <laughs> it, it is what it is. I it yeah it, I agree with Solana though. I don't think he's gonna win anything else. I really do think that this is this is kind of it. I agree with Solana the MVP part, but I mean if this is this last hurrah, good stuff, great, and then leave. It'll be all good. Yeah, I will tell you this. Yeah, I will tell you this, guys. Like I, I do like the tournament format. I think they could do some. I think tweaks. it's great for the NBA. I really I do. Think, I think they could do some tweaks because I don't like that sure. it's all at the beginning of the year and all that. Now, like now, like I'm starting to understand the tournament and stuff. Yeah. I don't love that it's at the beginning of the year because it's almost like a preseason 
or it's almost you know like a yeah. preseason to like the regular season. Yeah, and it's interesting, but I do like it. I like the tournament. Facts. But I think Facts. the reason they do it that way is because I mean, and it's been said time and time again. Yeah, the NBA nobody season cares about starts on game. Christmas Day, right? Until Christmas yeah. Day. So it's yeah. like, okay, how do we get people to care from opening night to Christmas Day? Well, let's put a tournament in there. And that's why they do it because after Christmas yeah. Day, football's over for half the league, so people yeah. start paying more attention. I right. get it, I guess. I think I think the scheduling but, or the yeah. way you know how you play certain teams or all that, maybe they could, you know, fix that a little bit or or make that a little bit more interesting, or you know, how you finish, you know. Your your division, maybe you get to choose your opponent from a, di- a different division next year or something like that. But I'm saying make your in- make all the incentives of like, okay, if you win your division, you get an incentive of doing that. You know, make it fair on all accounts. Like yeah. the Heat, unfortunately, you know, got to play some of the right. top teams in the East. Like we right. played the Bucks, we the played Knicks. New York. Yeah. You know, so and and you know, we just New York beat us, and and the Bucks beat us, and you know, it, it is what it is. You know, I'm I'm not going to sit here and cry about it, but. You know, if if the scheduling was a little bit different, maybe you know we could have you know qualified or not. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I, I like I like certain things about it, and I think and, and but also I agree with Solon. It, it just needs some tweaking. It's like any other sport that something new comes into play. It's not all going to be perfect right away. There's always going to be some tweaking involved, and I think this is good for the NBA because it's it is the lowest running view shit in all sports right now, and I think this is going to boost it a little bit more. And with the tweaks there have, I think it will get better and better. As far as LeBron goes, I didn't understand why everybody was hating on him celebrating it. I agree <laughs> with you guys. I don't think he's destined to win any more NBA championships. <clears throat> but I think he should get credit for, one, winning this because he had to win the games. And, two, it's the first championship. And I don't think it was that big a deal that he was popping the champagne bottles. Like, people pop champagne bottles when they make the playoffs, even though they're going to get swept the next four games in the first round. Like, I don't think it's that big a deal. I, I kind of liked it. And everybody hating on it. Like, the first time, and I'm going to give you a, a soccer reference, the first time that a team won La Copa del Rey in, in La Liga or uh, the FA Cup in EPL, like, it wasn't a big deal back then, but eventually it becomes that. We don't know what this is going to be in 10, 20, 30 years. It could become a staple that becomes respected by fans. So right. let, let him celebrate his first one. I, I I really thought that the LeBron hate takes it like a whole nother level when everybody started killing him for like popping bottles. Like he's having fun. Like I didn't think it was that big a deal. No. I, I, I agree with you, Danny. I agree with you 100%. Um, dude, I mean, let, let the guy celebrate. I think he played fantastic in every single in-season like game tournament. Even in the playoff tournament, all that, he played fantastic the whole way through. So, look, whether or not he maybe exerted himself a little bit more in those games because he knew what it meant, great. You know, hey, he won his bench guys, you know, a half, an extra half a mil. You know, <laughs> lo- you know, they love him for that. You know, so let him pop his bottles. The one thing I do think is a little weird, a little corny, and they just shouldn't do it, is they say that they're going to raise a banner in the rafters. For the end season, like, and, and honestly, yeah. if they do that, if they do that at state, well, I don't know what it's called now, but Staples Center or whatever. Like, bro, honestly, I think like Doctor Bus is is gonna like just rumble in his grave because I think that for him, it was about winning championships, like real championships. Like, this is not yet a real championship. Like, I, I mean, maybe like I don't know. Like, it just makes me. I don't know. It just makes me want to throw up. I don't know. Look, I. Good, good, good. I, I, okay, so 
I I agree with you, but I think they should have some type of banner, but not in the Raptors. I think maybe around the facility, training facility, maybe around um, like if they got like a big wall, just like, you know, like in football, you got all these retired numbers, you have retired Super Bowls and stuff. I think if they did something like that, then I'll be a little bit more okay with but the banner. I don't know how I feel about the banner yet. What do you think, Daniel? The, the, the Lakers, because they have so many championship banners, I don't think it should be up there next to those. <clears throat> but there's a lot of teams that put division title banners up on the right. They do. They do. And, yeah. And I would respect more of end season tournament banner than a division championship banner. I'm sorry. Winning your division in the NBA to me doesn't mean shit. Like, <laughs> and it, and it really doesn't. Like it's it's worthless. Yeah. If I you're mean, the only thing it doesn't guarantee you a playoff spot. Yeah, like exactly it's, right. It's so right or home or home advantage for next year. I mean, I don't think it does, right? No, it doesn't. Yeah. So See, it, then it, there it, you go. Then what's the point? Yeah. So I, I don't I that I don't respect that. So if if you are one of those teams that have an Atlantic division title hanging in the rafters, then yeah, you can put it in season tournament because I respect that more than that crap. But if you're somebody like the Lakers that has so many actual NBA championships, yeah, I don't think it should be up there. But whatever, that's a Le- LeBron talk for today. All right, so let's move <laughs> on to the Heat. So we had four games since we last recorded. Yeah. Uh, I know that you guys – I wasn't part of last week's show. I was out on a cruise uh, celebrating my anniversary. Uh, shout out to my wife. And um, the Cavs went ahead and they beat the Heat. And, I, again, I was in the middle of nowhere, so I didn't watch the game. So I'm going to lean on you right. guys for this one. The right. Cavs won the game 111-99. to and uh, it looks like the Heat won the first quarter, but kind of just got smotty the rest of the way. Um, mm-hmm. Bam didn't play. Tyler's still not back. Uh, yeah. Highsmith is not there either as well. I'll, I'll start off with Solana. Solana, what did you take away or what could you tell me about this game against the Cavs? Look, the only thing I'm going to tell you is clearly Jimmy Butler and the Heat knew that it was Art Basel weekend. The Cavaliers did not <laughs> yet get the invitation. And I don't know, man, they played a fantastic first quarter and then they just checked out and it was like, yeah, I, you know, they started talking about what party they were going to go to after, you know, where are we going to meet up? You know, you could see them going like this on the bench. I don't know. So, <laughs> hey, that's all I'm going to say, you know, and, and I don't blame them, bro. Our basil is, you know, if you don't basil, you know, you, you don't do it right. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. It was, it's one game in the season, you know, one game in December that just doesn't matter. And, uh, I don't know, bro. Italy. That's my take, bro. What do you think, bro? I I mean, good, ever, good, wait, good, good for J-Rod. What have that? you ever basled, bro? First, have you ever basled? That's what I got to ask. No, I don't you think he has. No, oh, yeah. What is it exactly? So what? Oh, man. <laughs> Explain it to Italy, me real bro. quick. Italy. So, okay. So first or second week in December okay. or week is called Art Basel in Miami. So basically a hey, bunch of artists and you have like all these, you know, you know art stuff all around miami and parties and big djs and stuff so you know the stars are out the stars are out this weekend so (laughs) on friday night basil weekend you know the people were in their suits you know i was able to sell my tickets for triple the price and that's just how it was you know that's just how it was so um italy next year you got to come basil bro (laughs) that sounds good i'll talk to the wife and i'll get back to you (laughs) perfect that's awesome um I think for me, Mitchell came out to play. Mitchell came out to play along with Garland. They were hitting a lot of threes. They were very aggressive in in, in the zone. I it, as far as the Cavs, we were coming in the fourth quarter. Like I felt like we were really 
really making a push because we were down Pause. by two. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, sorry. Um, I think overall, Lowry, Lowry, if you're watching this, I'm so sorry. You must have listened to us maybe on the pod recently. But you set 17 points. You have been showing up in showing up lately, and I apologize. And I hope you continue to do well because it's nice seeing you do something. So, and then J Rod, J Rod, man, good stuff, man. I I, I love what J Rich is doing. Sorry, J Rich, but Jaime, man, I love what I'm seeing from Jaime. The only thing is, like, is defense, and I'm and it's everybody's defense. When we don't have Bam out there, the defense is just is just not good right now because we're doing the games like this, 111 and 99. But Jaime keep, continues to get better each game. Uh, Robinson, no factor. Okay. But Jimmy, I, I expect a little bit more from Jimmy, though. I, re, I, re, I really did expect a little bit more from Jimmy. And I also predicted that they were going to lose this game. So I'm glad they kept it tight. And I like what Love was doing as well. But I'm glad over time Spoll was, you know, changing some things up on, uh, on, on the bench and mixing things around to get stuff going. But the fact that we let him back in this game is interesting. We're talking about the Cavs game. Cavs game. Yeah. I looked the last four games. They Again, they got outscored every fourth quarter. Every fourth quarter they got outscored, whether it be a win or a loss. This is not a winning uh, basketball. Like, you can't count on playing. Like I think that the only reason it's not a bigger story is because Tyler Hero has been out. And because right now Bam is out. And Highsmith. So, yeah. And, but. But as far as the scoring prowess, you count on Tyler Hero for that, right? If you, if your defense isn't playing up to par, which it obviously isn't, you need somebody to score. And Tyler Hero is that punch that you would want in the fourth quarter to attrib- contribute with that scoring. So I think that that's the only reason it's not getting more pub. But it's crazy. The fourth quarters that the Miami Heat are playing, they constantly lose the fourth quarter. Moving mm-hmm. on to that Charlotte game from Monday night, they were winning comfortably. And they almost coughed it up. They did. They all they got outscored in the fourth quarter again. Yeah. And scary Terry, Terry Rozier, like I, I watched him recently ball up on some teams in the fourth quarter. Yeah. When he gets hot, he gets hot and he gets going. Yeah. And they almost coughed up another lead in the fourth quarter. And it's it's almost it's hard to understand why this continues to happen. Um. But in that game. Cal Larry, Laurie, like like uh, Italy was saying, <laughs> he's been actually showing up. Like as much as everybody wanted to get rid of him over the offseason and whatnot, he's I'm playing very well. Like I I, I want to say he's a top five in three point percentage so far this season. Yeah, he's he's he is yeah. he's he has been especially with the injuries. Uh, he's been a key contributor to letting keeping this team afloat. Because unfortunately, the way they've been playing, they might have, they should have lost a couple more games. Uh, but putting those two Charlie games together, Solana, what do you think about those two Charlie games, which were both uh, wins? Yeah, I mean the first one, like you said, they got ahead extremely comfortable, and then mm-hmm. they kind of let their guard down on the road, probably looking ahead to you know, you know Wednesday night's game, and you know making their basil plans, you know starting Wednesday night. So look, man. It, it it happens to every team, you know. the The one thing that you got to take out of these games is number one, you had Caleb Martin falling out. 
You know, Jimmy finally is getting but, help from everybody. But Caleb Martin right. looks like a, a serious defensive liability that game. Like exactly, exactly. Yeah. It, look, I don't think there was much defense on either side of that game, and I think, like I said, right. You just, you, you just gotta you just gotta take the positives where you know Caleb was making shots. Duncan got twenty four points. Triple J eighteen points. Kevin Love nineteen points. So you got a lot of help off the bench, and mm-hmm. and you know you're getting Duncan. Uh, you know, to start getting you those twenty. You know, I don't know if you know this, but I, I every every time Duncan has scored twenty points or more in the season, the Heat has won. I think they're six and zero in 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 his twenty point okay. game. So tonight, unfortunately, he didn't have twenty and they lost. So and we'll and we'll get into that. But I'm just saying. So you know, getting back into the two Charlotte games, then you get yeah. you go to Wednesday, and then you know Wednesday was like a completely different story. It was like, okay, we're back in Miami. Time to take business. You know, take take business into our own hands. And then everybody just was like you know, just played great overall, um, you know, and again, we lost the fourth quarter by 10 points, which goes, just goes to show you how well we played in that second and third quarter. But again, you look at the statistics and stuff and you had Duncan Robinson leading the team, 23 points, Kyle Lowry, 17 points, triple J, 17 points, even Jamal Kane coming in off the bench, yeah, you know, 14, off the yeah. G league, 14 points. So, Every it's you know and 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 it was an interview talking you know talking to Duncan after the game where you know it's the mentality next man up and he's like absolutely yeah. that's the way we look at it and look man there's another thing I want to you know talk about is I watch all the games on the away team broadcast uh you know oh, shout okay. out to, to it's shout out to Eric Reed and you know and, and and uh and my my boy but um I forget his I forget the uh, his co-host but. I love Eric Reed, but I've listened to him my whole life. But it's interesting to me to hear from you know from the other point of view, right? And listening to, to tonight's broadcast and the Chicago broadcast, I found one thing extremely interesting. And it, it, it could be a great segue. You know, I'll let Italy go, but it could be a great segue. Mm-hmm. The way Duncan Robinson is playing and the way he's changed his game, and when mm-hmm. Tyler Hero comes back, mm-hmm. very similar games. The two are running around the court, and their two are almost liable now to the drive to the basket at any time and can just yeah. pick, you know, k- kind of drive and dish. How crazy is it going to be when you get banned back in the middle and you have those two guys running around going crazy? Mm-hmm. And all, of, what, all the yeah. back screen cuts and all that. Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So again, yeah, you, you, you're going to take these losses like the Cleveland loss, like the loss tonight against, against the bulls. You got to take these losses, you know, now and then, but you just got to remain in the hunt. If you're the heat, you have a lot of injuries and, if these guys that are just filling in, you know, Thomas Bryant had 11 points off the off the bench the, uh, right. the other night. He had Can't another 14. decent night tonight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if 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 you can see these guys are just playing again, that's Spo doing Spo things. Exactly. And yeah. These losses are gonna happen, man. It's it's just that's just Miami Heat basketball. And not only that, like I like how he coached these last two games. Like being aggressive and putting Kane and Brian there when things weren't working with the starting lineup. And clearly you could see that five minutes in the game, first game. And and not only that, Hawkes. I mean, we've been saying it for weeks. Hawkes, every single game has been getting better except his defense. But he and Jimmy's connection is undeniable. It's gotten way, way better. And we didn't I I didn't I thought it would be good with Bam only. But the way that they two, even even practices, I've been watching a lot of practices with them too. And He's always feeding him every time. He's the most guy he feeds. I'm, I love the connection that they're building right now. And Salon's right. You got to find the negatives with the positives coming up because if you take one loss here and there, but still in that hunt, 
we're going to be okay because of the way Eric Spolstra is coaching this team. And when Bam and Jimmy are together again, that's going to play a very pivotal role down the stretch. I like what you said about uh, the way he's been coaching the last couple games. Uh, I felt like that, that second game against Charlotte, they kept uh, forcing the switch and having Terry Rozier have to guard Jimmy so Jimmy could take advantage of yeah. those yeah. those matchups. Um, also, uh, about that second game against Charlotte, Jaime really showed that he can handle the ball. And I think that he's yeah. going to be doing that a lot more with the second unit. Uh, I think that Jaime has been by far and away the brightest spot on this team this year. The fact that he's getting national recognition also yeah. for considerations for being working of the year, I think it's a testament to, to sure. his work because with this kid from – I always forget how to pronounce his name, so I don't even bother that kid from San Antonio. But the fact that – talking about Wemby. We call him Wemby. Well, yeah, Wemby. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to go Wemby, Spikes. Yeah, Wemby But I felt like they basically gave him the award before the season even started. That's kind of what it was expected. And uh, the fact that Jaime keeps being brought up, I really like that. Uh, but but the yeah. way he's 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 taking the ball to the rim, yeah. he's dishing the ball, and like the the pick and roll that he was playing with Thomas Bryant, and like, yeah. Thomas Bryant, imagine with Bam out there. I, I really think that it's going to be really nice to see this kid continue to develop. Uh, it's it's still young in his in his career. I mean, how many games has he played so far? Maybe like twenty five or so, 24, right. 25 games. Yeah, twenty five. If he played every one, I can't remember if he played every game. So twenty five games to his career, and he's only going to get better. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what it is now. Obviously, the players are in their rookie season. I mean, they're only accustomed to playing 30 to 40 games in a, in a college season. So we'll see how he right. how he continues this going in the in a full season. But he's played great. I'm really glad to see what he's doing. Uh, it almost looked like because uh, you don't you're not accustomed to seeing uh, a small forward run the pick and roll with the big man. Yeah, but. Like the Bucks used to do it all the time. We kept it with Chris Middleton and, and Giannis right, before right. they got before yeah. they got Dame. So I think it's really cool to see Jaime taking that role. And um, I think this is I, yeah. well, we'll get into the whole new era thing in, in a second. But I, I really do like. And at that point, they were two and one in the uh, on the week. But then we got here to today against the Chicago Bulls. Now the good thing about that Hornets win last night was that yeah. it was enough of a blowout where Jimmy got to rest the whole fourth quarter. Yeah. And it was a back-to-back. This is the first time he plays the second game of a back-to-back. So, you know, th- that turned out well. So you figure, okay, we're in good shape to win at home against Chicago. And uh, obviously, that was for not because they started the game sloppy. They went down 33-8 to to start the game. Yeah. Uphill battle at that point. You, you're missing Bam and Tyler, so it's, it's going to be very difficult to catch up. And this is the first time all season – that they trail literally all game. They never took the lead yeah. once. So yeah. it was an ugly showing. I think defensively it was, I don't, for lack of a better word, disgusting. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it just it's, it's it's kind of surprising to see from a Spode-led team. So I, I'll, I'll pass it over to Solana. Solana, what did you think about today's game? I, I, I don't agree with you not one bit. Okay. I think the I think the first maybe six seven minutes might have been disgusting, but I think once the Heat were down thirty three to eight, I think you saw a I, th- I think you just saw a completely and I think you saw the real Heat team kind of come back. I just think at that point they were just down so much, and you saw them get back to within four points. Uh, I think at one point they had a chance to get to get to within three or two, um, or even a tie the game, you know, down the stretch, but. 
you know, they could just never, ever, ever get over that hump. You know, there was just something always stopping them. And that mm. something had right. to be that just annoying little, you know, big haired dude, Kobe White, bro. You, yeah. Annoying dude, bro. Every single time you just felt like the tide was turning. Boom. Kobe White would cross over Duncan Robinson and take it to the hole or he would get some weird call but, or I don't know. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, I, you know what? I, and I'll give it to you. I, I guess you have a point in and I don't want to say it wasn't disgusting because I still stand by it's disgusting, but I'll yeah. give him a pass because Bam wasn't there. That paint, there was nobody contesting. It was just and and Zach Levine wasn't even playing. Yeah, if Zach Levine's there, then you get all those drives to the basket. But Kobe White's taking it in like he's Kobe, like he ended up with like 26 points, yeah. almost a triple. And they're double. winning without him too. They're Kobe winning without White him. Should not I be agree, getting but, to the to the rim that way. Right, but you have to see, you know, when you look at the minutes, you know, and how it was spread. Spo didn't use, you know, Orlando Robinson as much tonight as right. he has in, yeah. in past games. And Thomas Bryant, you know, is a little bit limited in what he can give Six you defensively. And also, it's, it's, it's you horrible. know, also Kayla, you know, Kevin Love is also limited defensively. So, yeah, again, Danny, you're right. There points. was zero. There's zero. With, without Bam, we have almost zero protection if Robinson is not functioning, you know, offensively. And he right. wasn't. So, you know, you know, Spo went with, you know, a more fluid lineup, you know, something where Kevin Love could play center at sometimes, you know, maybe – you know, when Bryant was in or, you know, at some time Jamal Kane, maybe he played center a little bit as well. But, you know, we just went with that lineup. I just think, you know, the heat just gritted it out and they really, really tried to come back. And unfortunately, it didn't. I don't know. I mean, this guy, uh, uh, Ayo, Ayo uh, Dosunmu, he had oh, 24 yeah. points. Bro, the, the, the Chicago commentators were going nuts they were like oh my yeah. god every time he would hit a three they were just cracking yeah. up they were like oh this guy's having a career night so look if this guy doesn't have i mean again maybe i'm being you know heat you know uh cocky heat fan you know mr heat optimist i'm drinking the heat culture possibly but yeah if but... this ao dasunmu doesn't have a 24 point game i mean you're talking you know, we might be talking a little bit differently but that's I mean, just the way i look at it and they did it without caruso and he's been their most consistent player and that's right. that was the thing too, but also Butler and Jaime, they did put on a show at the end of it, and you could see how consistent Jaime has been when Butler finally woke up. But they're doing this without Levine. What are they on? Like a three or four game winning streak now? The Bulls? I'm not sure what yeah, the winning streak is, but I, I know still ten and sixteen. But on average, yeah. they average 109 points a game. They're not a high scoring team, and they put up 124 today. Well, we'll see what happens on uh, on Saturday because we got him again at 8 p.m. on Saturday. And Isn't this I'll, I'll tell the you schedule what, this year is weird? Every yeah. other day, right? It's, every other day? It's, well, it's not every day. It's the fact that you keep playing the same team. It's, it's, it's almost oh, like uh, yeah. uh, in soccer when I, they do two legs in Champions League. I think it's a. Tra- I think it's 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 more for travel, so that like the, the Bulls wouldn't have to travel to Miami twice, and that's an extra leg on a flight or you know an extra leg right. on, on an away trip. Right. Right. I guess it's still kind of weird. They're doing it's it. It's probably weird. to protect the players, but it's so weird, man. It sucks for season ticket holders too. Like it sucked, like for me. Um, you know, I, I would have if I wasn't sick, I would have gone last night against the Hornets, and then I have to go again tonight against the Bulls, and then on Saturday against the Bulls again. It's like, nah, like I want to see different teams, you know. So right, right, right. Yeah, it's also tough to sell tickets. <laughs> it is, <laughs> it is, yeah. That, that I've heard also. All right, so 
They went two and two over the last four. They're fourteen and eleven. Uh, I'll check right now where they are in the standings. Eight, but, eighth in the standings. Yeah, we're eighth, eighth eighth in the standings. Yep. All right, just behind uh, so, uh, the Knicks and the Nets. So my question to you: the trade you can finally start trading players that were acquired during the summer. So now everybody's available to be traded. Mm. With that being the case, do you think that he should be looking into trading any pieces? I ask you this because I feel personally like with the arrival of Jaime and with Tyler Hero not being dealt and supposedly they won't deal him for anybody that isn't a big-time superstar all-time player, that we're entering a new era of Miami Heat basketball, right? We had the Dwayne Wade era, then we had the Big Three era, and then we had that down era. I don't even know what to call that era. And then we had the, (laughs) the, uh, the Jimmy era, which I think is coming to an end also. Okay, so, I, got, I got a name for that era. Can we call that the Dion Waiters era? Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Was what was it that he was on with the, on the airplane? Uh, so, Oof. yeah. Oof. So, um, Oof. I feel yeah. like we're entering a new era. And with the new era comes a, almost an acceptance of a small rebuild. Do you think that they should keep going for let's win it one, one last time, let's go all in? With this Jimmy era, or is it? Let's see what we can trade because Cal Lowry will get you, especially the way he's playing. He's a good trade piece. Like you might have some players that you could trade and start building, and it might not even be a long rebuild to start building around Bam and Tyler as your core, and even with Jaime, right? Because Jaime, I think, is going to be part of that core now. Also, do you think we right. should be looking into trading anybody? And if so, what position are you trying to trade for? Uh, I'll go to Solana first. I saw Italy, bro. Italy's dying to talk. Go oh, for it. No, bro. no, I'm not. I don't know. No. All right. So <laughs> I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you my, my point. Like what I would do if I was okay. Andy Ellisberg, Pat Riley, you know, uh, Nick Harrison, you know that that group. I would let it ride for now. Okay. And here's my here's my why. You're getting Tyler Hero back, which is mm-hmm. almost like getting a, a trade. An you know, it's almost right. like getting yeah. An you're almost back. getting yeah. you know six men of the year. You know, and you don't know yet what role he could be. He might go back into the six man. He might go back into the starting lineup. You don't know. You you got to see what you have. So I right. think you need to sit sit tight right now, unless you get that you know whale that everybody talks about. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Pat and and you know group is gonna do. Now, I know their fans that you know are you know salivating you know they were thinking about and, and i was one of them and i said hey it, you know if you offer me zach ladine for tyler hero straight up maybe a month and a half ago i probably would have said absolutely maybe a month ago i would have said but now i'm like i don't know man i really like how this team's jelly so you know that's my opinion on it that's what i would do you know if i was a uh, you know the, the the brass what about you italy now now that you uh now that i gave you a little bit of insight over here what, what do you think? You're on my side, or you 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 uh you want to start trading, folks? Unless you make me an offer you can't refuse for Lowry, then no, I want this team to stay. I I really like the connection they're building. I trust Spo wholeheartedly. Next year is a next year problem. Let's focus on this year. I don't want to do any future pieces right now. It's all about right now. If you and I think you bring up good points about the gelling, the connection, especially the Jaime's connection when Bam was here, Tyler and Jaime's connection with Jimmy. I I don't want to screw that up right now. So I think right now, stay put. 
I think Caleb Martin and Cal Lowry would be good trade trade pieces. I mean, whoever gets them would get them for one season to kind of compete, and you don't really have to worry about their long-term contracts. Uh, but I'm kind of with you, Solana. I'd write it out also, just because I haven't seen this squad with Bam and Tyler enough to know if this window is closed or not. Right. So I would write it out. Now, something that I was considering, and I don't know what you guys think, let's say this Clipper experiment doesn't really work out. Or it's not working out. And right now, they're playing much better. They, they've picked it up. But let's say it doesn't work out and the trade deadline comes around. Would you go for Kawhi Leonard? I mean, he has a year and a half left. If things aren't working out and somehow you can get a Kawhi Leonard, would you go after a Kawhi mm-hmm. Leonard? Or even a Paul George? I'm not sure how much Paul I George mean, has. Who, in the who, who are you trading? I mean, it's a, right. it's a Tyler. It would be Tyler Hero. I mean, just for Tyler Hero? Just for Tyler Hero? Or is there more? No, it has to be more to make the, the numbers match. But you wouldn't give up a high mid, you wouldn't give up a bam. No, absolutely not. No, no, no. Bam for me, bam, and uh, no, and, no, you and wouldn't I, give up a bam. Oh, absolutely. You would, bam would. and okay. Jaime. Ha- no, for me, bam and Jaime Hakez are untouchable. untouchable. Yeah, untouchable. 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 Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yes. So oh, the, would the package would the package would have to be around a Lowry. A you know yeah it would have to be around yeah. Lowry Hero yeah uh, Caleb, Caleb Martin, Martin Caleb Martin yeah something like that yeah and yeah. in a first round pick or something yeah right a couple first round picks something like that yeah yeah but, uh, but to be honest you know I'm <laughs> look man the Heat do this to you they frustrate they you, man they, they frustrate do. you but you love them that and and I, and, and yeah. I love and that's why I love that the show is called Battered Heat because. Dude, really, Heat fans are might be the most battered of them all after maybe sure. Jets fans. I think Jets no. might be the most what? battered. Oh, but Heat fans, oh, absolutely. We, wait, but you, you, but the Heat we, makes we have the a finals lot of success. every year. No, no, we have a lot of success, but we go through a lot of steps to get to that success of just being battered. Like, look, look at how many clutch games we're in, and look at how many we win and we lose, and and look at how many fourth quarters we've lost, Danny. I mean, just this season. So, I mean. I mean, it's it's just I get season it. after season. I, I mean, why it, do you but... think why do you think I wear a hat, man? I got a lot of great hairs, a lot of heat, you know, a lot of heat runs. You know, it's it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. And the beard, bro. and the beard, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I saw, I saw, I saw you had a nice clean shave, man. Italy's Thank looking you. fresh, bro. Fresh on Thursday nights. And, and Mike V brought up a, a, a great one. I'm I'm not a fan of it from a from the other team's perspective, but if you could somehow swing a Dinwiddie trade because Spencer Dinwiddie is a piece that the Brooklyn Nets might move on from because when everybody's healthy on the Brooklyn Nets and if Ben Simmons ever gets healthy, Spencer Dinwiddie doesn't really fit on that team as well if Ben Simmons would ever get healthy. So that would be a ball handler that the Heat, I feel, almost need, even though Kyle Lowry's playing better. They don't have a backup ball handler. Spencer Dinwiddie, he's a good defender. He's long. He can score. Spencer Dinwiddie would be a great get for this Brooklyn uh, for this uh, Miami Heat team if they were able to pull that off. I'm not sure what they would send back for that, but that would be a great get. I agree. Right. I agree. I'm a fan, man. I'm a fan, but I'm a fan. like you said, I think he could be part of the buyout market. And they, remember, the Heat are big fans of the buyout market. So, mm-hmm. yeah, true. Well, the Heat two and two over the last four games. They have uh, between now and the next time we record, they have three games. They have Saturday against the Bulls again, like you said here at home. Then the right. Timberwolves on Monday, 
Uh, Anthony Edwards is going to be fun. And they travel up to Orlando on December 20th. So those are the next three games. The Orlando Magic are one of the hotter teams here in the NBA, which are probably the biggest surprise of the NBA. They're 16 and 7, third place in the Eastern Conference. So uh, what are we thinking about the next three games? I'll start off uh, with uh, Italy. How are you feeling about the Bulls? Because the Bulls have had the Heat's number this season. Uh, it's like the Heat took that 22 to, was it, 22 to 2 lead in that very first game against the Bulls, and then the Bulls never looked back. I think this is a get-right game for us. I think we will win. I, okay. I, I predicted three out of four last time, and I was only wrong once. But I think this game – I think the Bulls have a get. Uh, sorry, the the Heat have a get right game against the Bulls and win in a, in a close game. But Timberwolves, they're number one in the Western Conference, and mm-hmm. Orlando is is number three. I think we're gonna lose both games. I think we are gonna lose both games. I think one and one, two. one, one and two. Correct. Fifteen and thirteen. I don't. How long do you think Solana they could survive without Bam and Tyler? It's going to be tough, man. But, uh, you know, I heard that uh, Tyler was out there yesterday uh, doing some shooting drills and most likely he's going to play on Saturday. Um, He probably would have been available tonight, um, but uh, they wanted to hold him out so he could have a couple more days of practice. So he's most likely going to be available on Saturday. So, they'll, you know, he'll probably work him uh, lightly back into the rotation. Um, But that's a big positive. Bam. uh, You know, we don't know yet. Um, and I think, I think he's the, he's the X factor in all this. I think Bam is the X factor in the entire team without Bam. Yeah, for sure. The, the team's not going to really go anywhere, you know, so to speak. So, um, bro, Danny, I, I don't know, man, I, I don't, I don't have the answer to you, but I can, I can tell you, I think we're going to win against the bulls. I think we're going to win against the Timberwolves. Why are we going to win? I'm going to be there on Monday. So if you're there on Monday, <laughs> come, come look for me, section 115, I'll there be go. there. Come get yourself a picture with one of the battered heat guys over here. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get you a shout out on the podcast too, man. That's how we'll do it. And then I didn't know that the game on Wednesday was in Orlando. Yeah. But, uh, man, I'm actually going to be driving up to Orlando on Wednesday. Maybe I'll have to come. Oh, look at shit. And son to see, you know, you know, uh, mi amor, hey, you know, if you're watching, uh, can we leave a little bit earlier and uh, you know I can get some free tickets for the game that I can do um, court. I could actually possibly get some courtside. So we'll see. We'll see Ooh. what we can do. Here. Look, yeah. I, have I, a little, I have a little hookup in Orlando, man. Sorry guys. Uh, Amway. Hey. So, look, I, I like going to Orlando to watch games. I, they used yeah. to have I love least, Amway, man. It's it used beautiful. to be really cool too. Cause they used to have bars and stuff right across the street. They knocked that down. Now I'm not sure what, why they did that. I've never found out, but it used to be even better than it was now, but it, it, it's a cool stadium to go see. So, what are you you're going? What one and two or two and one over the next? I'm, uh, no, I'm going three and oh, baby. Three and oh, three and okay. oh. Okay, oh, I Let's like go. the optimism. I don't believe Absolutely. the optimism, but I like it. All right, I, I definitely do think we'll, we'll beat the Bulls finally. We'll beat the Bulls. I, I don't know about the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves and Anthony Edwards are, are they're, they're playing out of their they're mind. rolling, they're rolling. And then the magic game. I don't believe in the magic yet. I, I just don't. Maybe it's, hey, it's, it's you're talking about the guy. You're talking about the guy that couldn't win not even not even a bronze medal in in, in the World Cup or whatever. Is that is, yeah. that, is that who you're talking about? He, did he, yes, I'm um, talking. I'm talking no, about. I remember. Remember, there were plenty of players on that team. 
Remember oh. the guys that play for the Heat. Remember the guys that play for the Heat. They they win gold medals. They, it, we have we have them up on their you know when, when they won the gold medals. So nah, oh boy. get 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 out of here with that. Get out of here with that. And I, I'll I'll take a sign of the game maybe about that. Uh, we win gold medals here. Yeah, I, th- I think I like that. I think <sighs> I like that. What, what do you think? Uh, I have a feeling I, he's gonna have a big game, man. <laughs> I hope your sign is visible so you can point to it during the game. But I I I I'll say. I don't believe in the heat. I'm saying two and one. So I'd say 16 and 12 by the time next time we record. Italy went one and two. So he's going 15 and 13. And the ultimate optimist, Solana, is going 17 and 11, which will put them probably in the top six by the time next time we record. But regardless, uh, we'll still be over 500. Hopefully Tyler Hero's back by then. And um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, and uh, Mike V here suggested if you're going to be up by Amway, go ahead and throw some paint on the Orlando FC mural, uh, kind of to return the favor like they did to us. I'm, I'm not, I'm not hating that suggestion, Mike. I kind of like that. Uh, any uh, final thoughts, Italy? Jamal Mashburn. <laughs> I like that. I love okay. that. I love okay. that. I wanna, I wanna address Mike V's comment. You know, like I, I, because you know of my affiliations to. Uh, Two or not two, any teams, you know, I don't know if I could do that, but my two and a half year old son loves to paint. So that's if he, all I'm if he say. accidentally does it, <laughs> that, that's all I'm going to say. So, but, uh, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to take Grant Long and I'm going to, I'm going to give you, or sorry, I'm going to take your Jamal Mashburn to give you a Grant Long. Okay. Eddie Ooh. Curry. Sounds good. <laughs> Eddie Curry. <laughs> Eddie, how long did he play for the Heat? <laughs> Oh man, I don't know. Really. Cup of coffee. Not long Just enough. Just a cup man. of coffee. Not long enough. I don't think he, I don't think he got to go to Prime One Twelve, or maybe he went too much. I think that was the problem. <laughs> uh, he was a big boy. All right. Uh, if you are listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. We appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us for forty-five minutes. Go ahead, leave a five-star comment, review all that other good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube, please like, subscribe. We appreciate you sticking with us for the whole episode. If you were part of the comment section, thank you for joining us. As always, you're the best part of the show. And until the next one, hopefully the four of us are here. Until the next one, have a good one. John Crotty, that's my boy. Grego.